we'd like to welcome you to our emergency freedom alerts for December 21st, 2020. Uh, today I probably got more material than I can possibly cover. I'm just going to try to get as far into it as I can. Some, I am being so bombarded with amazing comments from listeners firsthand accounts that you're not going to see on the mainstream news a lot of it confirms what we're seeing but i'm also getting insight that you're just not going to get in a lot of the alternative even the alternative news platforms a lot of those that i want to cover today absolutely mind-blowing bombshell stuff to get into going to go ahead and start out here with our rotating our prayers this is the fourth prayer uh warfare prayer that we get into uh again it's always good to you know pray like a lord's prayer type prayer put on the full armor of god pray something like psalm 64 prior to doing warfare prayers like this because this will get you on satan's radar and um so anyway i'll, I'll this is from the uh my um longtime friend uh pete in um tasmania a deliverance minister haven't heard from him in a while hope he's okay but uh, i got this prayer from him and uh, he's had i mean just tons and tons and tons of first-hand experiences with witches warlocks pagans high-level occultists trying to literally kill them and um, this is one of the ones he he prays uh this is a very powerful prayer against witchcraft with fasting even more powerful this prayer can shut down witches and Satanists forever. So I'll go ahead and open us up here. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we plead the precious, uncorruptible blood of Jesus over the body of Christ, the innocent, ourselves, our families, and everything that belongs to us. We ask for your giant warrior angels or whatever kinds of angels are necessary to be loosed from heaven to surround us and protect us. As your war club and weapons of war, we break down on dam, Blow up all walls of protection around all witches, warlocks, wizards, Satanists, and the like, and we break the power of all curses, hexes, vexes, spells, charms, fetishes, psychic prayers, psychic thought, all witchcraft, sorcery, magic, voodoo, all mind control, jinxes, potions, bewitchments, death, destruction, sickness, pain, torment, psychic power, psychic warfare, prayer chains, and everything else being sent to the body of Christ, the innocent, our way, or our family members way and we we return it and the demons and the devils and the evil entities and the fallen angels to the senders right now sevenfold and we bind it to them by the blood of jesus christ father we pray these lost souls will find the light of your son jesus their own snares and traps have been set against themselves in the name of jesus christ of nazareth we now loose them from all my control of satan father we also ask that you bind the holy spirit to their hearts as a guide to your son jesus um, so that they may be set free from, from the bondages of Satan. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. So I'm a little bit off today. I'm, I'm starting the study of past 11 p.m. Um, that's how, I, I, again, just like last week, I, I started preparing the study. As soon as I got done posting the study, or probably even before that, last week, and I got up today and most of it was unformatted. I didn't have time. With all the inquiries, all the people that are bombarding me with, with uh, comments and content and, and trying to look into as much of it as I can, um, I couldn't even get it formatted. And that's why I'm starting now past 11 o'clock at, at night. So uh, I'm just going to try to do my best here. I prayed a lot about God giving me strength here to get through this. Uh, the spirit, because I've got, mm, man, I've got over 30 pages. Um, 
the first thing just to set the tone to tell the spirit of antichrist the more wicked this world becomes the more righteous we must become in the name of the lord so i'm just going to go ahead and play this short video here kind of set the tone for things about the coming antichrist and we've been expecting a man the son of perdition some have speculated that that man has already been born that he's somewhere on the earth now and perhaps even a man and soon to take power now is there such a man as an antichrist I say yes there is a man of antichrist he's going to come one day and he's going to be well received and I'll tell you why he's going to be well received he's going to be well received even by many who were Christians who have been prepared for his coming and he's going to be revealed and the only reason he's not revealed now it's not his time and the Holy Ghost is holding it back but one day the Holy Ghost will lift his restraining hand this man will be revealed he'll be incarnated by Satan now that is most likely in reference to second Thessalonians chapter 2 where it says he who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way most likely the Holy Spirit re restraining the arrival of the antichrist now chapter 2 in second thessalonians is all about the arrival of the antichrist and the falling away the apostasy of the church and that wicked capital w being the antichrist being revealed so that's that's the total context for the whole chapter or at least in part for the whole chapter demand and receive the worship of mankind and then when his work is finished his time is done the bible said he's going to be consumed with the mouth of our holy god yeah amen but there is an antichrist spirit which that it, it also says he's going to be consumed in that same exact chapter second thessalonians chapter two so it get, if you want to know a lot about the antichrist you study second thessalonians chapter two and you know in revelation and daniel um matthew 24 to a certain extent i mean there's obviously a lot of other places but those are some of the big ones there is a man antichrist you see there are two christ in the world jesus christ the lord and antichrist antichrist has a spirit there is a spirit of antichrist that is even now moving in the world preparing for the coming of this man just as sure as you as a believer have the spirit of christ in you there are people today that are absolutely possessed of the spirit of antichrist and i'm going to show you today how how it is overpowering many churches and that some churches believe it or not are directed by the spirit of antichrist paul warns that there is coming false prophets who will preach another gospel and another jesus now we're going to talk a lot about that in the next part of the study and i <laughs> this is one of those little short videos i've been meaning to play at the start but a lot of times and i i had kind of forgotten i knew i'd listened to it once or i wouldn't or i wouldn't say okay let's play this for the teaching but it was a long time ago but this is going to so line up with the next part of the study and that's how i believe the holy spirit has orchestrates things with this ministry and with the content i'm presenting you that it flows in a very cohesive manner that is cross confirmatory so i, I just give the lord jesus christ the credit for it all that other jesus is the antichrist and they're going to be of the spirit of antichrist and they're going to be many apostate christians in the last days but folks while we've been looking for this man satan has been creeping in and by his spirit preparing you see 
Antichrist is not going to suddenly appear on the scene and try to overwhelm mankind. The Bible says by the time the Antichrist is revealed, he will have already prepared the hearts for his coming. Paul said, for the mystery of iniquity did already work. And, and Will, as my listener stated in a, in a comment I'm going to be reading you, will this COVID-19 vaccine be integral in the Antichrist preparing the hearts of the masses for his coming? Because your DNA is going to be overwritten and you're going to be a cyborg full of nanobots. And what better vaccine than one cultured using aborted babies, fetal cell lines in its production? What better shot could you give somebody to condition them for the coming of the Antichrist than this COVID-19 shot? Regardless of if it's AstraZeneca or Moderna or Johnson & Johnson or whatever. They're, they're all horrific in their own ways and they're all very, very, very similar also in their actions already at work the spirit of antichrist paul said is already at work he's already moving he's already taking position he's already coming into power i want you to go to first john please second chapter 15 verse 15 begin to read with me love not the world neither the things that are in the world if any man love the world the love of the father is not in him he show in the background you're seeing a picture of kenneth copeland one of his many jets that he has in his own airport called kenneth copeland uh airport or i don't know if it's international airport or whatever he's got his own airport i mean that's how rich some of these televangelist slash satanists are that are fleecing the flocks and leading them into destruction and perdition and if the blind lead the blind they'll both fall into a ditch for all that is in the world the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. But the world passeth away in the lust thereof. But he that do the will of God abideth forever. Now listen to this, little children. It is the last time. You've heard that Antichrist shall come. Even now there are, what? Many Antichrists, whereby we know that it is last time. It means that there are many that have been infiltrated and possessed by the spirit of Antichrist. Yes. The spirit of Antichrist, John is saying, is already moving. It's now, just understand, that is the norm in the modern-day 501c3, um, particularly anyone that has a large following. That is the norm. That is not the exception. It is the norm. Uh, I'm not saying every 501c3 church, everyone, every preacher is an antichrist. But I would say overall, particularly the higher you go up in the food chain, which typically means the pastor has to become more and more lukewarm, um, and those are the positions that occultists, closet Satanists, closet witches would seek to inhabit because the best cover for a Luciferian or a Satanist or an occultist is a pastor or somebody in ministry. That's well known among witchcraft circles. I've reported on that over and over again. So they seek those positions. Many hearts, the spirit of Antichrist. There are many, not not the man, not many Antichrists, but the spirit of Antichrist in many. <clears throat> now, in this passage, John is telling us those whose hearts are still in love with the world, those who are still bound by lust, have opened themselves to the spirit of Antichrist. 
The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, the pride of life. It's not of the Father. Who's it of? It's of the Antichrist. Once you go to 2 Peter, 2 Peter, 2nd chapter. Folks, I'm going to tell you something. Listen to me before you, before you read it. Careless, lazy Christians are going to be overcome. They're not going to be able to stand. Because when he comes, he's coming, it's just going to be the last step, like stepping through a piece of tissue paper. It will have all been prepared. The hearts are ready, all prepared for his revelation. And sadly, many Christians are going to be overcome. I want you to start reading with me verse, the second chapter, second Peter, verse 17. He's speaking to the church and certain ones in the church. These are wells without water, clouds that are carried with a tempest to whom the mist of darkness is reserved forever. For when they speak great swelling words of vanity, they allure through the lust of the flesh, through much wantonness, those that were clean escape from them who live in error. While they promise them liberty, they themselves are the servants of corruption. But if whom of a man is overcome, the same as he brought into bondage. Now, you've heard me say that verse over and over. So let me just reiterate that, though. These promise them liberty. Benny Hinn, Kenneth Copeland, Creflo, give me a dollar. Jeff, uh, um, um. Oh, there's so many. There's so many. Joel Osteen. All these. Okay. Pat Robertson, TBN, the whole nine yards. Okay. They promise them liberty, but they themselves are the servants of corruption. For of whom a man is overcome, the same is he brought into bondage. When you're brought into bondage because you set yourself underneath these men or women in these types of ministries... It's a bondage you cannot see. You do not see the chains coming on yourself. They're, they're spiritual chains. It's invisible. And it can happen slowly. And it typically will do that. I mean, unless I guess you just go headlong into it. And you don't even really realize it's happening to you. So, I mean, I've been there. Done it. Okay. I've, I've, I've been in all that, that junk. God brought me out of all of it. But that's why this ministry exists to warn you about this type of stuff, at, at least in part, that's one of the functions of it. To this for if after they've escaped the pollutions of the world to the knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, these people claim to be saved to the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. You see that. And then it says, then they are again entangled therein and overcome. The latter end is worse with them than the beginning. Now folks, listen to me. There are going to be Christians overcome by the spirit of Antichrist that's at work right now. They're going to be overcome. These are those who've escaped the pollutions of the world, who were delivered by the power of God. Now, a lot of them, though, <laughs> with the pictures they're showing in the background, Creflo, Give Me a Dollar, Paula White, Benny Hinn, these types, they always were evil, okay? Always, always, always were evil, never were not evil. I believe they were vessels of wrath fitted or prepared ahead of time for God's destruction. That's what the word fitted means. Um, the wicked go astray from the womb. They speak lies as soon as they be born, according to, um, uh, well, according to the Old Testament. That's a verse there. Um, so you've got all those dynamics going on. Uh, these are most likely generational Luciferians at the very, very top. The Paula White types, the the Benny Hens and those types. They're, they were put there on purpose. Now, there might be a lot of lower level ones that maybe at one time, you know, um, were 
would qualify for the verse that he's just talking about. But I don't probably think that the ones at the top are. I think they're put there by design on purpose for, you know, to lead people into ultimately hellfire. Knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, but now they've turned aside for it been better for them not to have known yes. the way of righteousness. They knew the way. They knew the way of righteousness. Then, after they have known it, to turn from the holy commandment delivered unto them. But it's happened unto them according to the true proverb. The dog has turned to his own vomit again. The sow that was washed to her own wallowing in the mire. How many, look at me please, how many do you know who have turned away from God? And they're going back to their old habits. They've gone back to their old world. Folks, I'm going to tell you, you don't just backslide. You don't just fall away from the Lord. Now, he has to be talking about the church because what does the sinner have to fall away from? He can't fall away from anything. He's already in the pit. That's true. The only falling away are those who had something. Yep. You don't just fall away from Jesus. You fall into something. It's not just a falling away. It's falling into. You fall away from Christ and you fall into the spirit of Antichrist. Those who are righteous, who worship God in spirit and truth, are the prime targets of the Antichrist spirit. Look at verse 4. Second, go back to 2 Thessalonians. And folks, keep your hand here at 2 Thessalonians, 2nd chapter. Verse 4. Who opposeth and exalteth himself above all that is called God or that is worshipped. Look at me, please. This spirit of Antichrist is opposed to those who walk closely with the Lord Jesus Christ, those who walk with God in intimacy, and those who are worshipers. This is what the devil is after. This is what the Antichrist wants for himself. And he's going to come against everybody. He's going to come against every true believer who walks in the intimacy of Jesus Christ. He's going to come against you with everything the Antichrist possesses. That spirit, that invading spirit, he's going to come against you and try to attack you and try to get you to stop worshiping. He'll try to stop your intimacy with the Father. He'll try to give you doubt and fear about the advocacy of the cross of Jesus Christ. He will do everything to make inroads to hinder your worship. There's nothing the devil wants in this church more than to worship. To yes. kill and destroy worship. That's what he wants in you more than anything else. He will do anything. He's not out to get you to be a drug addict, an alcoholic, prostitute. He's not trying to get you to lie and steal and curse. He'll do that only if it disturbs your worship. He'll do it only to rob God of his praises. He's after worshipers. And if you're a worshiper, true worshiper, don't be surprised when all the, everything out of hell comes against you. When the Antichrist spirit comes and tries to knock you away. Don't be surprised by it. Folks, keep your heart open to the Word. Love the Word of God. God will establish you. When that Antichrist spirit comes in like a flood, the Word of God lifts up a standard against it, cannot make an inroad to you. The more wicked this world becomes, the more righteous you will become in the name of the Lord. Okay, so some verses that go along with, uh, uh, with that. Okay. The, this came into my mind when I heard that audio clip that we just played. And it's really verse 20, but it's Romans 5, 19 through 21 to give you the kind of the fuller, fuller context. For, by, for as by one man's disobedience, many were made sinners. And they're in reference to Adam there. Okay. So by the obedience of one, 
Jesus Christ, shall many be made righteous, okay, through his imputed righteousness, through the righteousness of Christ, through his shed blood, through his finished work on the cross, through his death, burial, and resurrection, and your faith and belief in that, okay. I'm kind of just expanding on what they're saying here. Then the next verse, moreover, moreover, the law entered that offense might abound, meaning because in the Old Testament they were given the law, you knew what sin was. Because if you were shown the law, you're like, oh, that's a sin. I didn't even think that was a sin. But I guess it is a sin in God's eyes. Well, that's why the Bible says, cleanse me from presumptuous sins, you know, um, that it may not grieve thee. Okay. You're asking God to cleanse you from presumptuous sins and secret faults that they would not have dominion over you. Um, presumptuous sins and secret faults are, are much the same. A presumptuous sin is a sin that you don't think is a sin. You're presuming it's not a sin, but you've got to remember God is pure and holy and a lot of things we may think are cool are not cool in God's eyes. So you're presuming it's not a sin, but it is. It's a secret fault. That's why you ask God to cleanse you from those things uh, so that you don't continue to do them because if you do continue to do them, well, then there's all kind of problems that can happen. If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. So it can totally hinder your prayers getting answered. Um, you can bring essentially like a curse on yourself because you're sinning, not thinking you're sinning, not thinking you're doing anything wrong, and then your life's a mess because of it, because you're reaping what you sow. You know, I could go down that rabbit trail a lot longer. But um, then it says, but where sin abounded, grace did much more abound. So as we, that, that's what this whole thing that we're moving into. We're moving into this time where it's normal for Christianity to be pushing the most wicked, evil things down your throat and calling it Christian, as, as we're going to see next. That's the norm now. It's norm for the church, for the so-called corporate 501c3 yoked up with the government church, for the most part, to call evil good and good evil. That's the norm now. It's not just the norm for the world to do that. It's the norm now for those, the, the vast majority on planet Earth that would identify themselves and call themselves Christians. That's the norm. At least the leaders of those movements. I'm not saying everybody in them are, are wicked and horrible, but the devils at the top of the food chain are there to deceive them for the most part. So where sin abounded... Well, that's today's day and age, if, I've, if ever I've seen it. Grace, the grace of God, did much more abound. So that's something we need to look to and realize and call upon that grace of God to get us through this sin-abounding world that we're increasingly moving into. In other words, I really believe as darkness increases... God's just not going to sit on his throne and do nothing about that. He's going to um, he's going to have a counter move to all of that. The whole thing is, is you want to be part of that counter move. You want to be part of that. And there's so very few that are even educated to the point where they realize what's going on because they've been so deceived, if they're in any kind of denominational system, 
There's so few that God can really call upon to be in his little Gideon's army, which is, I really believe, what we're talking about here, this tiny remnant, so that he can work through them in this time period that we're moving into, so that his name would be glorified through them, so that many would be saved through them, through their, their actions. They can be used mightily of the Lord. And there's a, there's a lot of Bible for that. You know, about, you know, in Daniel where it talks about, you know, that they will be mighty and do exploits in these types of things, this remnant. So, kind of trying to give you some positive things. Because as things get darker, we also need to focus on, well, what does God say about, you know, the positive things to look for? And then the next verse, that as sin hath reigned unto death, even so might grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. Okay, so that's, that's a good one to potentially print out and keep in your Bible or mark it in your Bible. It's Romans 5.20. All right, now, going further. I want to cover this first because most of what we're going to cover, a lot of it's going to go into the COVID stuff. But this is like something that we could be also facing very soon. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not predicting, but I want to at least put the information out there so that you're aware of it. And I just have this marked current events, martial law, question mark, insurrection act, question mark, war with China and or Russia, question mark. These are just headlines from mostly people and some mainstream, but mostly alternative news headlines. Breaking huge news, limited martial law to be enacted. Then the next one, Monkey Works, which is this guy that tracks all of the military planes flying around America. Now, and it is objective. What he's doing, the reason I like it, I mean, the videos to me are extremely boring because it's like that, not Dabu 7, but that other guy that um, documents all the earthquakes. You know, it's like an hour video on just earthquakes all over the world and tremors and stuff and you come away from it and it's like well okay what have i really gained <laughs> you know i get what you're doing i get what you're documenting um but i just can't imagine doing that it would just it would kind of drive me crazy but i'm not saying it's not important though i'm not saying it's not um but monkey works interview military assets now positioned globally awaiting go signal then um trump ready's emergency declaration then is President Trump about to invoke the Insurrection Act and arrest government officials complicit in election fraud? Now, a lot of this may be Q garbage, the, the Q movement garbage, okay? So I'm not saying I buy into it. Um, I'm, I, think the, I think that uh, the, it's still up in the air whether this is going to go Trump's way or Biden's way. I, I keep seeing information in both directions. I think it's all part of the whole order out of chaos, the whole Hegelian dialectic, um, you know, wait until the very, very, very end. And then, you know, either it's going to go one way or another. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the New World Order has planned here. But there's, you know, there's a lot of these headlines out there that I wanted to at least mention. Um, retired Air Force General... McAlerney issues calls for military tribunals, martial law, and deep state stole election from Trump. Then breaking Pentagon halts Biden transition defense briefings. And then huge breaking Biden being stopped from transitioning to president. 
Then, uh, then a little bit more on that. Acting Defense Secretary Chris Miller ordered a Pentagon-wide halt to cooperation with the transition of President-elect Biden, shocking officials across the Defense Department. Senior uh, administration officials tell Axios. And then Mike Adams' situation update for the 18th. Uh, Cyber Red Dawn attack on USA is a prelude to total war. Trump's intelligence and military team members have put everything in place for an insurrection act scenario. Now, he's acting like Trump's a good dude. And I never will. Not, not, not until... <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't even remotely acted that way for the last two years because, you know, he went totally... Uh, his, his, everything was out in the open because of about two years ago with Trump. And that's what I've been documenting for about two years. So, you have to understand, Mike Adams' mindset... Uh, Alex Jones's mindset is that Trump is this good guy fighting the good fight, fighting for freedom, lines up with the Q movement, lines up with all the false prophets, lines up with all the lying televangelists and false prophets and, and these types. Okay. Uh, let's see here. But Trump still has to be the one to pull the trigger, will he? Like he's in control. Yeah, right. Then signs are now pointing towards war with China, not merely domestic war with the deep state. America may be in an active international war before January 20th, which I think is when they swear, I don't know, around that time is when they swear Biden in. And then he did another situation update, and he's already done another one since then. China engineering war with the United States and Russia. And then on Drudge, you, you saw hack of the century, NSA alarm, banks on alert, active war by Russia, U.S. Nuclear Weapons Agency breached as part of a as part of a ma massive cyber attack. U.S. Army rejects using martial law on election fraud, and that and again now this counters some of what I just said. And it says retired Lieutenant General Michael Flynn's remarks on President Trump weighing the martial law and military capabilities amid election fraud has forced U.S. Army leaders to issue a statement Friday rejecting that consideration. And they said, uh, General James McConville said, there is no role for the U.S. military in determining the outcome of an American election. And that was Army Secretary Ryan McCarthy and Army Chief of Staff General James McConville wrote in a joint statement on Friday. So you got part of the news saying one thing, you got part of the news, and this is why I haven't said a lot about this, because I believe it's part of the theater I, I don't really know exactly what way it's going to go. I think that if they go the Biden route, it's going to be a much more aggressive, boot-on-your-throat approach to implementation of the New World Order. But what it will do is force all, all the Trump supporters to wake up. They won't have that if Trump stays in office. The, the Trump supporters will, for the most part, go back to sleep like they have been the last four years, and they're going to think that Trump's never going to betray them, even though he's been doing that all along. If they actually would probe and get to the deeper information and get to what he's doing and get to what he's all about and who he's owned by and has been for decades. Again, I've covered that over and over in the last two years. I've got over 100 pages of documentation on it that I send out to people if they want it. Uh, then, um, I just got this from a listener today. Uh, Shonda and she said we have a close friend whose father drives for the military her his father called him this past money and said Trump could be calling martial law by this Friday and um and that, again that's current so it would be this coming Friday now I learned that Trump signed an executive order 138 
848 on September 12, 2018 regarding election fraud and can call martial law under the guise of foreign country involvement in proven voter fraud. Plus, we know the Democrats are going to lose it when if they find out that Trump's going to stay in office. Okay. So again, just little things I'm reporting on. I'm not saying one way or another what way this is going. The, the, uh, I think it's fluid. And we're just going to have to kind of see, but a lot to pray about. Then um, Dave Hodges put this out. And again, it's not like I'm a big fan of Dave Hodges. But why war between China and the U.S. is inevitable? He said, is America going to war? Is Trump going to invoke the Insurrection Act? Or as one of many deep state cover sources has stated, Trump is going to war with China and then invoke the Insurrection Act. The answer is the latter choice of what is coming. Meaning... He's saying, and I'm not, but he's saying Trump is going to war with China and then then he'll invoke the Insurrection Act. However, the Democrat and their Chicom allies are wise to what Trump is up to and they are moving to block this move to thwart what what he's trying to do. The hacking of a nuclear of nuclear forces and associated intelligence is an act of war. And evidently that was done as we just gave you those headlines. It is a preemptive move to an intended offensive action. I have spoken to several military types from retired RSOF to current personnel at the Pentagon. Originally, I had intended today to reveal how Trump is hoping and planning to start a regional war with China and declare the Insurrection Act under the confusion and color of war. However, the Chinese are making their move to block Trump. As stated, the Chi-Coms are moving to block what Trump is doing. The intrusion into our nuclear forces has two purposes. Number one, to block retaliatory strikes by the u.s nuclear forces by changing their launch codes this would be the equivalent to someone changing your email password only in this instance the missiles will not fire and then two the chicoms were gathering intelligence on our u.s vulnerabilities i asked the inevitable question about time frames and the answer is very disturbing the intelligence that the chicoms would have gathered has a shell life of shelf life of usefulness which is only less than a week before the U.S. discovered vulnerabilities, sabotage, and the scope of the damage and began to make correction. In other words, the height of the hacking incursion's usefulness runs out this week. Does that mean the Chi-Coms will attack before the week's out or whatever? Many believe it does, and it will happen under the spirit of Christmas. Well, I mean, again, if you're going to attack America, I can't imagine a better time than Christmas. Because everybody's so distracted, and I mean, there's it's the number one holiday the whole year, so that would make sense. There is a reason why Trump sent most of his administration away from Washington D.C. earlier this week. Further, I have reported about Chicom military personnel making incursions into the United States, and we've talked a lot about that in recent weeks. One thing can be said for certain: the Chinese intrusion into the American nuclear forces. Now they were saying it was Russia. He's saying it's China, you know, whatever. Uh, Chinese, Russian, or the Chinese intrusion into the American nuclear forces means their offensive operations have begun. That does not mean that they will not be blocked and canceled, but war is most certainly coming either through this incident or the next incident. I have also learned that America's military response is essentially an autom- on automatic pilot. In other words, the assassination of, assassination of Trump would not derail our intended per- response. That, too, is underway. Okay, so the next report is a real doozy. 
a prominent leader within the largest non-Catholic religious denomination in the United States, the Southern Baptists, is urging Christians everywhere to get vaccinated for the COVID-19 virus because this is supposedly what Jesus wants them to do in order to love thy neighbor. Now, again, what Satan does, what did Satan do when he came to Jesus? He would kind of quote scripture, but he'd twist it. And then Jesus would quote scripture right back to him, but he wasn't twisting it. He was using it in the right application. But Satan could come to you as an angel of light, like this devil, and use scripture. And if you're not like a Berean, if you're not discerning, you know, then you can be swept up in this. And to start thinking, oh yeah, I guess he brings up a good point. Albert Moeller, head of the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary in Louisville, Kentucky, penned a lengthy article for his briefing, it's called for his The Briefing newsletter that compares President Donald Trump's warp speed COVID-19 vaccines to the moon landing and calls the jabs a successful example of mankind's God-ordained dominion over the earth. You talk about twisting scriptures. And I mean, when this guy's in the lake of fire, hell in the lake of fire, all of this is going to have to be paid for over and over and over again. These devils have no fear of God whatsoever. None. Because tens of millions of Christians are presumably planning to forgo the shot, Moeller is trying to manipulate them into complying, using the Bible as a pro-pharma Propharmakia, which is the root word for sorcery, weapon. Moeller presents seven points for consideration, supposedly from the Bible, that demonstrate, according to him anyway, how God wants all believers to get jabbed with these experimental Franken injections that will totally permanently rewrite your DNA and fill you full of nanobots and cultured off aborted babies. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. I mean, there's way more in there than even that. Those are just three of the big ones. He goes on to say, pressing against disease and viruses is part of our mandate, Moeller writes, suggesting that people who believe in God have a biblical duty to get vaccinated whenever the government tells them they should. Well, Hitler did the same thing in his day. He used the same tact. Exactly. Then he goes on to say, quote, medical treatment is an extension of God's common grace. And Christians have always understood this. Va vaccine manufacturers didn't directly abort babies, so their vaccines are just fine for Christians. That's the next part of this. <laughs> uh, you gotta love this. Bizarrely, Moeller presents the example of the famous um, um, American evangelist Jonathan Edwards as proof of the legitimacy of inoculations. Despite the fact that Edwards died from a toxic vaccine injection that gave him a lethal case of smallpox. And back then, they, it wasn't like they were you know, loaded with stuff like they are now. But it still killed him. Okay? Which Moeller openly admits Edwards' willingness to get vaccinated at all showed that he appreciated the, the science of medicine, as should all Christians, according to Moeller, even though he died from it. Jonathan Edwards, yeah. Edwards is an example to all of us, Moeller goes on to suggest, because he made 
the point to be a biblical Christian. No, he made, because, quote, he made the point that a biblical Christian worldview understands. Whatever that means. That point, according to Moeller, is that everything is orderly and intelligible. Thanks to pharmaceuticals and vaccines. Not to God, but thanks to pharmaceuticals and vaccines, which are apparently based in the Christian doctrine of creation. Now, let's hold that thought there. In fact, I, was, I wasn't going to read this until later, but I'll go ahead and read it now because... Um, I just added this into the into my study. Taylor was asking about this. And um, I added this into a particular part of the study that I'll actually read later from a comment from... Well, I tell you what. Um, I'll read part of this and then I'll come back and read the rest of it later. This is a nurse, long-time listener, nurse comment. Okay. Um... Now, a lot of this is about the COVID, but she goes off on another point, which heavily relates to what we just read about the pharmaceuticals and the science, and we have this biblical obligation to do whatever they tell us to do. And Jonathan Edwards, who died from an inoculation, was a great example for us. you know. But we need to be tied into the whole pharmacia thing. Well, Patricia says about her hospital she's in, they, meaning the patients in general, will not give up on the pharmacia. I am telling you, I am amazed at the number of people who come in uh, to the ER and are positive for multiple illegal and legal drugs. She goes on to say, I mean, it's unbelievable. It is not an exaggeration to say almost everyone who is tested tests positive for multiple legal and illegal drugs that's just the norm now in society at least in america it's the norm i consider my town to have a full-blown addiction crisis ongoing right now this minute and she's not she's not in a big town she, i think she's in a you know it's a smaller town I, I think it's in pennsylvania you could tell something is wrong with them when you see them in public. I am talking about young people. I mean, it's just awful. Well, it reminded me of the study that I did called Pharmacaea, Sorcery, Witchcraft, Pharmaceutical, Pharmacy, Pharmacist, and the Modern Roots, the Roots of Modern Day Drug Industry. Now, I give you a link here. You can go hear all the, the teachings I've done on this at contendingfortruth.com or you can just key in the keyword search for pharmacy probably find them all there's several so um i'm just going to give you the sermon overview pharmakeia is the form of the greek word which we get the english word pharmacy pharmacist and pharmaceutical in the bible pharmakeia carried with it the idea of sorcery occultism and black magic it is, it is, in this sense, Paul used the term in Galatians 5.20 as the word witchcraft. In Revelation 9.21 and 18.23, it is translated sorceries. Now, remember, the root word for sorceries is, this, is the pharmakia, okay? Revelation 18.23. And the light of the candle shall shine no more at all in thee, and the voice of the bridegroom and of the bride shall be heard no more at all in thee. For thy merchants, and this is, I believe, Babylon, you know, the great, which 
and the merchants were the great men of the earth for by thy sorceries were all nations deceived now i understand that yes to a certain extent that involves flat out witchcraft but i also believe that to a certain extent that involves pharmaceuticals and legal and illegal drugs particularly ones that have a um uh, psychological type of component a mental component okay uh so the bible talks about the antichrist and the false prophet and whereby they're going to deceive the whole world lying signs and wonders okay miracles sorceries these types of things so i really believe that we're such a drug addicted nation both legal and illegal is all signs of the time all signs pointing to the fact that we are moving into the book of revelation where it's just the norm now whereas if you go back 100 years ago hardly anybody's addicted to drugs you know i mean it's it's very very much uh um now i'm not saying there was another things they wouldn't have battled like alcohol and things of this nature i'm just saying now it's so incredibly commonplace when you go to um strong's the and d defining the greek word pharmakeia which is where we get the root word sorcery it's translated three times in the in the uh new testament two times as sorcery one time as witchcraft okay um and it's biblical uses the use or the administering of drugs it can be used for poisoning magical arts often found a connection with idolatry and fostered by you have to understand though so many of these pharma pharmacological drugs have a demonic component to them that's why they want to get everybody addicted it's well known in occult worlds that that's a big reason why they take mind-altering drugs prior to doing uh, their magical ceremonies where you know they're invoking the devil and all this other stuff or putting curses on people because they realize it's going to open you up to a level of demon possession you would have not normally been open to and you will do things in a mind altered state you would not normally do i mean it takes a lot and i've even heard this from occultists it takes a lot of um of your inhibitions lowered and a lot of demon possession in order to hack off a little baby's head or cut their throat drink their blood even though they're wicked from accounts that i have read they've got to take a whole bunch of mind-altering drugs in order to get themselves into a state where they can do that readily so the pharmacological aspect of it the mind-altering drug aspect of occult ceremonies is absolutely integral it's part of the whole process so let's go back to this to to my study here um so this is just an overview of my study do you find it rather disturbing now at the time of the writing i don't know what it is now but it, you know it's probably more that approximately 60 percent of the population is taking at least one pharmaceutical drug every day now who knows what it is now some are taking up to 15 and 20. we are told that we are living during a time of the greatest medical breakthroughs in the world yet over 100 million suffer from various medical health problems why has such a large majority of the world become dependent on pharmaceutical drugs perhaps you're one of the hundreds of millions around the world that is ingesting a daily dose of pharmaceutical medicine is it possible that the pharmaceutical medical cartels has disease treatment and not a disease cure in mind well of course that's the problem 
because they're all about keeping you in bondage and reoccurring revenue and getting you nice and demon infested from the particularly if if there's if there's a psychological component to the drugs okay the most powerful german economic corporate emporium in the last half of the century was known as ig farben and was nothing more than the powerful cartel of basf bear like bear aspirin uh hoist and other german chemical and pharmaceutical companies ig farben was the single largest donor to the election campaign of adolf hitler and the beginning and they were the beginning of the modern day pharmaceutical industry Zyklon B, an extermination gas produced by Hoist, which was what one of the companies that IG Farben broke up into after World War II to make these companies palatable because they, they wouldn't have been, they couldn't have just stayed IG Farben. They had to break up into other countries in order to keep going because of the stigma of being the number one financial backer of Adolf Hitler. Okay. So they just rebranded themselves. That's all they did into different companies. Okay. So Hoist was the one that and they were part of ig farben produced the zyklon b extermination gas which was used to kill um millions of innocent people in um before their corpses were burned in the um concentration camps the u.s government's investigation of all the factors leading to world war uh world war ii in 1946 came to the conclusion that without ig farben the second world war would simply have not been possible so that's how important the start of the modern day pharmaceutical industry was. Without them, Adolf Hitler doesn't get off the ground. He doesn't have all that, those millions and millions backing him as far as Do or whatever, the German mark or whatever, backing him to go to war, to, to, to support the German war machine. Okay, so they don't end up going to war with Russia. All those millions don't die. All the millions in Europe don't die. All, all the, you know, the Americans that died, most likely, I don't know if Japan would have attacked because we were weakened because we were trying to fight a war. We were going to be fighting a war on two fronts. Japan might have very much thought twice about attacking us if we weren't already considering going to war with Germany. So, IG Farben may be the main satanic reason World War II was able to happen, at least from Hitler's standpoint. And all they did is rebrand themselves into different companies afterward. And those same companies are still going today and are still at the modern day roots of our pharmaceutical industries. Economic greed by companies like Bayer, BASF, and Hoist was the key factor in bringing about the Holocaust of the Jews. So we have that. Now I'm going to go back to where we were at. Well, let, me, let me just read the last paragraph again of this Southern Baptist leader, Moeller guy. He said, Jonathan Edwards, even though he died from the inoculation, is an example to us all. Moeller goes on to suggest because he made the point that a biblical Christian worldview understands. That point, according to Moeller, is that everything is orderly and intelligible thanks to pharmaceuticals and vaccines which are apparently based in the christian doctrine of creation end of quote creation i just gave you what they represent i just gave you how they are spawned from hell now i'm not against emergency medicine okay i'm not saying i am 
But at the end of the day, you cannot drug your body into good health. It's one thing to use farm pharmaceuticals to get out of the woods, to, you know, that type of thing, trauma, those types of things. But to use it to try to drug your body into good health, which is what it's commonly done now, that's the common way that they're used, is insanity. It cannot be done. Okay. And the thing is, you could say, yeah, but there's no other options. Well, there's probably tons of options. You just might not be aware of them. And then, two, a lot of the options that are there were either bought off or people were killed to suppress them because they would come out with things like, oh, I do have a cure for this, or I have something that can help this. And they're either bought off or killed, especially if they're really things that really get the job done. That's just common, the way they commonly handle it. Just the same way for people that have invented carburetors that can get a, a, hundred, a thousand miles a gallon, which has been done. Okay, I've reported on that over and over too. They either buy them off or they kill them. Okay, that's how the global beast system works. Okay, they don't want you to have freedom. They want you to be in bondage. And pharmaceuticals are a great big way that they do it. And then we have devils like this trying to um, convince us that this is godly and wonderful and that this has something to do with biblical-based creation or whatever. Then he goes on to say, Moeller also addresses concerns among Christians about COVID-19 vaccines containing ingredients made from aborted babies, dismissing the seriousness of this by claiming, in essence, that, quote, no one who is producing these COVID-19 vaccines had any direct involvement in bringing about that particular abortion. Oh, so that makes it all better and right in his eyes. Thus, rendering the jabs morally aligned with Christian beliefs. Well, you know, again, Satan is the most subtle beast of the field. And, you know, he deceived Eve through his speech initially when the first sin was actually committed. And he's no different today. This guy's just an agent of Satan doing the exact same thing. And, and through subtlety through hoping that you don't know the scriptures and that you don't hear the spirit of the, the the holy spirit of god that he'll con you into thinking his satanic lies are actually biblical that's what he's hoping for if you're still not convinced moeller has another message for you the christian tradition says to promote the common good with benevolence love and care for others laying down personal priorities for the service of others. Now, this is his words. And the best way to do that, according to Moeller, is to get vaccinated. Yeah. Because we're promoting the Christian tradition and the common good with benevolence and love and care for others and laying down our own, laying down personal priorities for the service of others. And, that, and the best way to do that is through vaccines, according to this fork-tongued devil from the pit of hell. May his tongue turn black and rot out of his maggot-infested head in the sight of all men, that all men would see and fear and declare the work of God, that they would wisely consider of God's doing, and that the righteous would be glad in the Lord and trust in him, and all the upright in heart would glory. You know how many people would really, really think twice about getting this vaccine if what I just said actually really happened? Well, judgment must begin at the house of the Lord. I, I pray to God it's soon because we need God's judgment in the house of the Lord almost more than we need at any other place. Because if it doesn't happen there and it just happens on the wicked, that's great. But 
it needs to happen in the house of the Lord. These charlatan devils need to have God's judgment on them. And if you're doing any of the court proceedings like I had outlined before, I would concentrate on that. On God's righteous judgments being in the land and God's righteous judgments being on this apostate, lukewarm, devil, soul-damning, fake pseudo-Christian church. That's what we really need. We need God's judgment on wicked devils like this guy who are just going to try to get as many people into hell as possible. Is it more merciful that he continue to lie and deceive to the flock and lead them into hell? Is that more merciful? Or would it be more merciful for God to judge this and for great fear to fall upon men and for great fear to fall upon the Christ, those that call themselves Christians that they might actually really get their eyes open and repent and see the error of their ways and go against this wicked, sick, twisted, sorcery, beast system. What's more merciful? Now, you're not going to hear what I just said from a lot of people, but I believe it's very biblical what I'm saying. I've got a lot of Bible to back that up, which I've given over and over in other studies. But, you know, going further, some people might approach the issue of vaccination through self-defined terms, molar rights, suggesting that those who reject the COVID-19 vaccines are actually selfish. This can be remedied, however, by remembering that the second greatest commandment listed by Jesus is to love our neighbors as ourselves. And then he says, quote, Christians thinking about the issue of the vaccine must weigh this key biblical principle as part of their thinking, Moeller further adds. So in other words, you've got to think about other people. Don't be so selfish. If you're not going to get it, you know, for um, yourself, get it for other people so that you don't give this wicked, sick disease, this, this COVID-19 that's just killing billions of people everywhere. You don't give it, even though that's exactly what's probably going to happen because whatever they're putting into you is most likely COVID-21. And you're going to viral shred, shed that thing and give it to other people, which is exactly, coincidentally, what's weirdly happening right now in the UK, where they're already really doing the vaccinations in mass. All of a sudden, there's this new strain of COVID-19 that has 17 different mutations that they are, they're not, they're just, they don't know what's going on. And it's the very same areas where they're given the vaccines, just like I said was going to happen. And that, that I always predict will happen whenever they have MMR vac. Oh, big measles, mumps, or rubella outbreak, wherever we had mass vaccinations going on. The very thing they're vaccinated for, then they have these big outbreaks of. It's because through the process of viral shedding, they're acting as viral vectors and shedding that attenuated virus in their body from the vaccine they just got. Not only are they reaping all the benefits of the satanic vaccine internally, they're given this mutated version to other people. Then what they can do is blame the unvaccinated because they can say, see, we don't have enough vaccine compliance. We don't have enough herd immunity. So everybody's getting sick. No, it's from the vaccines you just gave. And you did it all by design and you did it on purpose. But you're not fooling everybody, Satan, just so you know. That's exactly what's going on. Going further, it says, if this is still not manipulative enough, th this guy is such a tool of Satan. 
I'll tell you. One of Moeller's final appeals is to trust the Food and Drug Administration, the FDA, which he says do not, does not merely require that a vaccine prove to be safe. Now remember that. They require that. The FDA. It must also prove to be effective, even though they haven't proven that at all. Skipped all the animal trials, rushed the human trials, suppressed the information, and are releasing this at a pace where it should be at least 10 years, and now it's nine months. They have bypassed, and they've, there's never been a messenger RNA vaccine ever successfully brought to a human trial, ever. The most dangerous of them all, they're bringing it, no animal trials, rushed human trials, horrific side effects, doesn't matter, just roll up your sleeve, take the shot, trust the satanic government, trust your satanic church, and be a good little brown shirt Nazi and do as you're told. And next it'll be take the mark of the beast. And the church will be telling you to do that too. And they'll be saying, oh, it's not the mark of the beast. They're already saying that about the vaccine. No, I'm not saying it's the, it's the mark of the beast. But it's kind of funny they keep bringing up invoking 666 and the mark of the beast and saying it's not that. Bill de Blasio, last report I did, last week, it's not the mark of the beast, but it's the closest thing we've ever seen to a mark of the beast-like effect. Moeller also wants you to know that he thinks the DNA-altering messenger RNA was amazingly produced, thus making it fit for Christians. And again, these guys have no vaccine or medical backgrounds at all. They're just reading their stinking satanic cue cards to their parishioners the next report is very very similar it's almost like when you see those canned news reports where it says safe and effective safe and effective and all the same news uh all the people in like the local newses or news they'll like document them saying that over and over and over again about something like satanic well it's the same thing here it's almost like they're getting their sermons all from satan and they're just maybe putting their own little denominational twist on it. And then they're spewing it out to their followers. Now, if you remember what I just said ago about that the FDA, if they release it, they know it has to be safe and effective. Okay, and, and that it's proven to work, even though none of that, the exact opposite of that has been done. Well, let me remind you of the document I read you last week, straight from the FDA.gov website. Okay, I gave you the exact link to get there on page 17 of this document entitled Vaccines and Related Biological Products Advisory Committee, October 22nd, 2020, meeting, presentation, FDA, safety surveillance of the COVID-19 vaccine, list of possible adverse side effects. Let me just read you a few of the safe and effective side effects to expect from this kill shot. Not only is it going to sterilize you, both, I believe, men and women, as we've documented, but Guillain-Barre syndrome, acute disseminated encephalomyelitis, transverse myelitis, encephalitis, myelitis, encephalomyelitis, encephaloencephalitis, meningitis, encephalopathy, convulsions, seizures, stroke, narcolepsy, cataplexy, anaphylaxis, acute myocardial infarction, myocarditis, pericarditis, immune diseases, deaths, pregnancy and birth, basically outcomes which means you know um you're gonna abort your baby other demyelinating diseases 
non-anaphylactic allergic reactions, thrombocytopenia, disseminated intervascular coagulation, venous thromboembolism, um, arthritis and arthritis joint pain, Kawasaki disease, multi-system inflammatory syndrome in children, and vaccine-enhanced diseases. Those are just some of the main ones they're looking out for. But remember, according to Moeller, this mouthpiece of Satan, they're all going to be safe and effective and proven safe. Oh, okay. Well, I guess, you know, I guess if you call that list of side effects I just read, and that's just a little bit about what they're going to actually do, that doesn't tell you what it's going to do to your soul or what it's going to do to your DNA or how you're going to have injectable nanorobots inside you that are going to only be doing God knows what and communicating with the 5G and getting updates from the 5G from your phone. And anytime you get around a 5G base station, doesn't talk about them being cultured off aborted babies. No, don't talk about any of that. But don't worry. It's, it's all, you know, I'm just a fuddy-duddy, you know. <laughs> Next report along the same lines. Hideous. Catholic bishops say it's a moral responsibility to take the COVID vaccine. Isn't it amazing that it's so easy now? All this stuff I've been talking about since like 06, particularly in ministry, we're all seeing it actually come to pass in spades. It's all so easy to identify who the enemy is now. Whereas before you had to say, ah, Southern Baptists, maybe they're okay. You know, I mean, the Catholics, not so much. But, you know, now it's just they're all out in the open. It's made my job a lot easier. I'll tell you that. The leaders of the U.S. Bishops Conference, or USCCB, declared Monday that Catholics have a moral responsibility to be vaccinated against the coronavirus. Receiving one of the COVID-19 vaccines ought to be understood as an act of charity toward the other members of the community. See how it's very similar to the last one, the last set of lies, just a little worded a little bit differently. They're reading off the same satanic cue cards. The, who stated that? Well, that was Fort Wayne Bishop Kevin Rhodes chairman of the U.S. Bishops Committee on Doctrine, uh, and these are Catholics, and the Kansas City Archbishop Joseph Nauman, chairman of the Committee and Pro-Life Activities. Oh, pro-life, yeah, it's real pro-life. They're cultured off aborted babies, but it's very, very pro-life. Yeah. They made this in a joint statement. Uh, quote, in this way, being vaccinated safely against COVID-19 should be considered an act of love of our neighbor and part of a moral responsibility for the common good. Again, same satanic cue cards. Just a little different flavor along with their judgment regarding the morally binding nature of the coronavirus vaccine the bishops also add an extended reflection regarding the permissibility of the use of certain vaccines whose germ lines were originally obtained from the cells of aborted babies then it goes on to say this given the urgency of the crisis which is a joke okay and the lack of available alternative vaccines. Okay, so that's a justification. And the fact that the connection between an abortion that occurred decades ago and receiving a vaccine produced today is remote. Well, according to Satan, it's remote. Inoculation with the new COVID-19 vaccines in these circumstances can be morally justified, says Satan. So again, cursed be the man that trusteth in man and that make a flesh's arm and whose heart departed from the Lord. Jeremiah 17, 5. There is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Proverbs 14, 12 and 16, 25. He who trusteth in his own heart is a fool. That's what the Bible says. And so many of the people, well, I've been at this church all these years and my archbishop has never, never led me the wrong, even though he has the whole time. And he would never do anything to hurt me. Oh, why? Because you... 
you didn't compare his actions though with the word of god you were trusting in a man you were trusting in your heart and the way you felt there but the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked who can know it so the bible says so i tell people to constantly trust what the word of god says trust what the king james bible says don't if i deviate off that don't trust me don't trust any man so under these circumstances because of all of these false justifications he said the urgency of the crisis why the availability of alternative vaccines another lie there's i, I have a whole protocol even if it's i mean although they've never isolated you know COVID 19 according to the information i put out and they're not even testing for it i still have a protocol that'll that'll knock out you know it's easy to do it with with the alternative supplements very very easy it's not not hard at all i've got all kind of success stories of it that i've had already emailed back to me so that's a lie that part of it what he said and then the whole thing about him downplaying that an abortion that occurred decades ago receiving a vaccine produced today is remote the connection is remote oh so that 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 justifies it even though they're still using these same aborted fetal cell lines and in some cases two different lines like the pfizer or the astrazeneca one has two different aborted fetal cell lines and a line off off a um a um, lung cancer line i mean it's it's like a witch's brew of evil but that don't worry about any of that because we're your spiritual elders and you do what we tell you to do that's why i'm saying we need god's judgment on the church those that call themselves on these mouthpieces of satan i would encourage everyone to start focusing your prayers or if you're going into the course of heaven or whatever you're doing if you don't know about that just key in the courts of heaven the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com whatever however you feel led i would encourage you to pray for god's righteous judgments to be in the land as we heard in that first part of that teaching and for the judgment of god to be on the house of god because judgment must begin at the house of the lord i think those are the two biggest things we need on planet earth because if god would start doing that a lot of other stuff would get straightened out i'm not saying the world would be some utopia but I'm saying a lot of people would get saved and there would be a lot of fear of God going around and we need that. And a lot of these devils that are doing this stuff and getting away with it scot-free, they wouldn't be getting away with it anymore because they would see, people would see, wow, that guy got judged. Saw the fire, fire of uh, heaven come down and consume the guy. That's what we need, I'm telling you. I'm saying biblically when god judges wickedness good things always happens every single time when god doesn't judge wickedness we have the state of affairs like we have right now in the world now i'm not saying god never doesn't judge it but i'm just saying we need a lot more of it so this goes on to say if the bishops were actually morally responsible they would alert the flock that the entire coronavirus debacle is based on lie after lie exactly they would tell the flock that of the hundreds of thousands who who supposedly died 94 percent of them had something other than coronavirus meaning they had two to three other things and they were like 80 and above and that's what their that's what their line propped up death statistics and that's you know they're counting everything as covid deaths you die of a stub toe it's covid 
They would tell the flock that having a positive test result may only mean a person... Oh, they would, they would tell the flock that having a positive test result may mean the person only has some other type of coronavirus, like the ones that can cause the common cold. Because that's what a coronavirus is. Or influenza. They all check positive. And not only that... They're not, that's not even talking about all the false positives from the PCR test, which can be up to 97% false positives on the PCR test, depending on how much they're amplifying the tests. And for the most part, they're amplifying these tests way, way, way too far, and they're getting all these false positives as a result of this. We've went over this in previous studies. Yes, if the bishops of the Catholic Church were morally responsible... They would tell the flock that politicians are misusing the coronavirus test results, calling them cases, despite the fact that that few, if if any, with the positive test results are actually sick. That doesn't matter to any of them. They're of their father the devil, and of his lusts they will do. He was a murderer and a liar from the beginning, and they love it. And they love the fact that they're taking a whole bunch of people to hell deep down. I, do, I, I think they do. I really do. I think a lot of these guys at the top love it. They love it. I'm not going to give them a pass, in other words. I'm just not going to give them a pass. Finally, if the bishops were morally responsible, they would alert the flock that the reason politicians are misusing the 97% false positive tests to lock down our economy is because those politicians are betraying the public so as to in intentionally drive them into financial ruin. The politicians have this notion that everyone needs a universal basic income, and this is all about the Great Reset for human dignity and to initiate that system the governments need to break the public financially making us destitute so when the government later comes in and offers complete debt relief and universal basic income those who are financially wrecked will be willing to agree to the terms necessary to get the universal basic income which will be take all your vaccines according to the documents i read from canada and they're gonna have to sign away their rights to own property or assets forever the government will own you lock, stock, and barrel, and you'll have to take every single stinking vaccine that comes down the pike. Okay. Worse, this so-called vaccine they're supporting is nothing of that sort. It alters our human DNA. And get this, the spike protein on the coronavirus they claim the vaccine will train our immune system to destroy contains the same protein that mammals need for females to form a placenta and grow a child. Has a very similar effect on the male sperm as well. So I believe both women and men are going to be totally infertile from this, which has always been a gigantic goal of them. This vaccine will make female immune systems attack and destroy the very protein they need to have a baby. And will do very similar things in male sperm. I got into that, I don't know, I think the study before last. Our women and men will suffer infertility from this vaccine, yet the bishops say to take it. Just shows you whose true side the corporate 501c3 global denominational church just shows you what side they're on. And for 99.9% .9 of the cases, they're aligned in lockstep with Satan. That's, that's the state of, of affairs that we're in. I wish it were different, but it's not. And the Bible, the Bible warns about this falling away in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. Man, I'm sure seeing it. This uh, came out, the Personhood Alliance responds to dismissals of COVID vaccine abortion link. In recent days, several Christian publications and conservative media outlets have dismissed the connection between abortion and the COVID-19 vaccines being fast-tracked. 
uh, by our government, particularly as the Pfizer vaccine is now rolling out. Some have even gone so far as to claim that opposing the unethical vaccines harms a Christian's ability to effectively witness and share the gospel. And again, we just got a boatload of that in the previous two reports. And this is from the, it's called the Personhood Alliance. In a public response, the Personhood Alliance reiterates its uncompromising uncompromising position that any vaccine designed, produced, or tested with an aborted fetal cell line is unethical and therefore should be opposed. Thank you, finally, someone with a backbone. We are asking our fellow Christian pro-lifers to deeply and prayerfully consider this position as they choose whether or not to vaccinate. Now, this is one of the many reasons. They're not even getting into all the other ones that I mentioned. Yes, that reason for me would be enough right there alone by itself. But then there's also the other messenger RNA aspect and the nanorobots and all the other stuff. The Personhood Alliance has been sounding the alarm on vaccines being fast-tracked by our government. While many pro-life organizations and church leaders are opposed to vaccines produced with aborted fetal cell lines, they are giving those tested with aborted fetal cell lines a pass. Well, you just heard two statements giving them a pass like the pfizer vaccine that's now in distribution they're they're all as far as i know they're all the main ones coming out right now are all culture from aborted fetal cell lines astrazeneca two different ones pfizer moderna johnson and johnson astrazeneca i think those are the big boys all by design on purpose they want to get that pharmacy witchcraft in you they want to defile your dna they want to make sure that you know i mean can you imagine what kind of curse you bring in on yourself if you get a vaccine cultured off an aborted baby? And is that a form of cannibalism? You're injecting it. In, I mean, it's in your body. It's, it's going to be part of your DNA. Not good. Very, very bad. Then we have this listener comment. The Shocking Clergy Project. And this is not the clergy response team. It's called the Clergy Project. And the alien vaccine. Now, I'll, he'll explain that in a sec i had a few thoughts while i was listening to your latest teaching about five years ago i was a full-blown atheist and something popped into my head that i can't recall if you mentioned it and he goes on to say the clergy project which is different than the clergy response team topic that you've covered and it's clergyproject.org i went up to the site it's it's legit this was a website that was pushed hard and it involves pastors and leaders of the church that have lost their faith now it's not just christians it's any religion that has some type of deity that maybe they've put their trust in but i do think they're they're very very much if they could get to anybody they would want to get to christians okay it was sold as quote hey these leaders of god have lost their faith here's proof god doesn't exist so you've lost your faith you're going through the motions and whatever Christian meant, and we'll just use the Christians for this, but we're going to confirm that you're right in your thinking process that God doesn't exist. So how satanically wonderful to have a website like that to really, you know, get them on board with Satan. Isn't that wonderful? He goes on to say, what caught my attention then was how many hundreds of pastors and leaders were mentioned as atheists but still preach man really like speechless i, I can't i can't even imagine what 
I have only been listening consistently to you for about a year, but off and on since about 2007. You're the one that God keeps sending me back to. He's talking about me. I mean, I don't want to take credit. I'll give God the credit. But, but this totally plays into the vaccine agenda and aliens. How many Christian leaders are scared to come out as an atheist? They have programs and grants to help pastors get out of their roles. Meaning, I guess, get out of their roles as pastors. I don't know. It's crazy. Man, when I read that, these verses came into my head. So I posted them here. John 10, 11. This is Jesus speaking. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. But he that is an hireling and not the shepherd, whose own the sheep are not, seeth the wolf coming. Let's just say in this case, the wolf is the vaccine agenda, the COVID-19 vaccine agenda. And really all aspects of it. They seeth the wolf coming and leaveth the sheep. The hireling leaves the sheep. Why? Because he's doing it for the hire. He's doing it for the money. Okay. How much better of an example could you get than you would have people that actually are posing? Now, I understand. I got into the whole thing about witches being in the pulpit or, or warlocks or pagans and that and seeking that position. They actually have faith in Lucifer, Satan, though. These are people that are just atheists. They don't even believe. They're just going through the motions. I mean, I can't think of a better definition of a hireling that will abandon and are abandoning the flock as I speak. They're just doing it to get a paycheck. Can you imagine? Talk about no fear of God. So, but he that is an hireling and not the shepherd, whose own the sheep are not, seeth the wolf coming, let's just say COVID-19 agenda, one of the many wolves, and leaveth the sheep and fleeth. Would that be like kind of signing up with the clergy response team and yoking up the, with the FEMA clergy response team to um, do all kind of data mining and spying on your congregation and when the time comes, tell them to come to the vaccine distribution center at church or where to go to get on the buses or the train to take you off to the camps? Yeah, kind of like that. Kind of like leaving the sheep and fleeing. And then the wolf catcheth them and scattereth the sheep. The hireling fleeth because he is an hireling. That's what they do. If you're in ministry for the money, that's what you do. I don't understand that concept. I, I, that, that does, I mean, that is, I would be so scared of God. <laughs> even, I, it's just, it doesn't, even, it doesn't even compute to me these verses but evidently it's commonplace and careth not for the sheep that's what a hireling does he doesn't care for the sheep jesus said though i am the good shepherd and know my sheep and am known of mine as the father knoweth me even so know i the father and i lay down my life for the sheep if you care about the sheep you lay down your life for the sheep Hireling would never do that. Anyway, going back to this listener's email, it, he says the other thought was about the vaccine and the alien conundrum. It's clear that the vaccine will rewrite your DNA. And this popped into my head that Satan always counterfeits what God does. And what you mentioned about the show V, where they are the saviors, the, the visitors, the, the aliens, the reptilian aliens in the show we talked about last week. What if Satan is trying to defile everyone's DNA, which then cuts them off from God? 
and then poses as the savior for all the bad that we have done as humans. Huh. Yeah. Wouldn't surprise me one bit. And remember the the guy, I think Daniel Ott said last week about the one guy that they had heard of that got the vaccine and he said, I can't hear God anymore. Now, I was never able to verify that, but he did bring that up and it wouldn't surprise me one bit. That is where all this is heading and that's why it's so stinking important for Satan to get you to take this kill shot. And then all the other subsequent kill shots. Yeah, well, I think he brings up a good point here. What if Satan is trying to defile everyone's DNA, which cuts them off from God and then poses as the savior? They could only hear Satan's voice, the people that had gotten the vaccine. If someone loses their ability to hear God because they are no longer fully human, because your DNA has been overwritten, how easy would it be to sell the concept that these vaccine-defiled humans need a savior? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's where this is all heading. What he's saying here. I think I've, I've said that in so many words over the years, but he's just expressing it in a little different way. And that savior would be Satan in the form of maybe an alien, ascended master or whatever. I put the ascended master part in there. And as Christians we should be able to hear from the Holy Spirit. There are two aspects to the vaccines. If our DNA is changed, would Satan be able to communicate to us directly? Well, if we have that triple helix DNA, which I heavily suspect is in there, and we're going to talk a little bit more about that later, the triple helix Nephilim DNA, which which I don't even, I'm not even including that. I mean, granted, is that how the messenger RNA is going to work? Is it going to rewrite our DNA into triple helix DNA? I don't know. Or is it already going to be in there and defile and combine, cross-combine with our own? I don't know. But I don't, uh, I don't want to mess with it, that's for sure. Um, so if our DNA has changed, would Satan be able to c communicate with us directly? And then this could be spiritually or via the nanoparticles and the 5G masking itself as a spiritual experience. Yeah, yeah. That's another thing. I have so many questions about these vaccines and you are one of the few that are preaching what I preach to those around me. I don't know what it is, but it's about three years ago I felt this very dark presence in the world and I spent so much time trying to figure it out. It was what brought me back to God. This is absolutely the end game move for Satan. Everyone can feel it, but I think only Christians can accurately decipher it. Thank you for all you do, Matt. So we have that. Uh, let me see i'm gonna try to get as much as i can in here next part surprise surprise televangelists and mega churches that are tied to trump are approved for millions in the scamdemic aid mega churches and other religious organizations with ties to vocal supporters of of u.s president donald trump were approved for millions of dollars in forgivable loans from a taxpayer funded pandemic aid bailout so you're paying for it and they're forgivable loans it's basically um, payoffs and bribes to push the government party line regarding the whole COVID-19 scam. And aren't we seeing total evidence of them doing it? Didn't I just read you two reports where, and that's just one of the many, 700 Club, the Catholics, the Southern Baptists now, you name it. They're all, gonna, they're, they're all pushing it. AFR. 
American Family Radio, they're all pushing the vaccines. They're all pushing the COVID agenda. They're all going along with it. Well, it turns out a lot of them got a lot of uh, of uh, bribes and payoffs in the form of this um, scamdemic aid to these mega churches and to these mega ministries. Yeah. So they have a they have a gigantic financial incentive to, you know, be in lockstep with Satan. Isn't that wonderful? So, yeah, they were approved for millions of dollars of forgivable loans from a taxpayer-funded pandemic aid bailout, according to the long-awaited government data released this week. My comment. So it is no wonder that the 501c3 corporate sold-out churches are, in the vast majority of cases, totally going along with Trump's Operation Warp Speed to get the kill shot into as many Christians as possible. I mean, they're not going to bite the hand that's feeding them, right? The lake of fire awaits those whore hirelings leading their sheep to the slaughter. Yeah, that was my little comment there. Lighthearted and whimsical as usual. Anyway, among those approved for loans through the massive government uh, relief program were a Dallas megachurch whose pastor has been an outspoken ally of the president. Vice President Mike Pence spoke at a rally last month. Oh, he just got his COVID shot, his fake COVID shot, him and his wife on stage to, to show all the wonderful Christians to just do your part and get your 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 COVID shot. Of course, he got, I guarantee, like a fake one. There was there was a video saying that the needle retracted into the thing on his, you know, I don't know. But it doesn't matter because they could fill it with whatever, you know, some inert material. Guaranteed, that's what they're getting. Okay, so Vice President Mike Pence spoke at a rally last month at the First Baptist Church of Dallas, whose pastor, Robert Jeffries, this First Baptist Church of Dallas, has been on Trump's Evangelical Advisory Board. The church was approved for a two to five, two to five million dollar loan. The data showed. Okay, um, the list of religious organizations approved for. Also included Faith and Freedom Coalition in Georgia, which qualified for a $150,000 to $350,000 loan. The evangelical group's founder and chairman, Ralph Reed, praised Trump for his photo op at a church nearby the White House after authorities hurled tear gas and shot rubber bullets at protesters. Cross Church of Arkansas, whose pastor emeritus has been a member of Trump's Evangelical Advisory Board, received a $1.8 million loan and will seek loan forgiveness if the requirements are met. A spoke So what they're getting is they're getting free money. They're going to most likely all apply for loan forgiveness, meaning they got money for free. As long as they follow Operation Trump's Operation Warp Speed COVID-19 kill shot agenda, they get the money. Okay, the love of money is the root of all evil. And what Bible is there for a so-called church going to the government and asking for loans? Well, what what Bible is there for them going to the government asking for a 501c3 tax exempt status to get the right to exist? What Bible is there for preachers going to the state and saying, "I want to be a preacher. I need to get a license." Where's that? Where's the Bible for that? Well, what do you mean? Well, when they pronounce, when they marry somebody, it says, by the authority invested in me, not by God, but by the state of Arkansas, by the state of Georgia, I now pronounce thee man and wife. Oh, so you get your authority from the state and you get your tax exempt status from the state for your churches. See, everything is unbiblical backwards. There's no Bible for anything that they do, but see, they go to the cemeteries and they get good and brainwashed. I mean, seminaries, they get good and brainwashed 
and they do whatever that man or those men are telling them to do again cursed be the man that trusts the man i'm so glad i never went to a cemetery i never even thought about it i mean whatever i learned god taught me my my bible's highlighted from front to back guys i mean if you ever saw my bible you'd see it i'm not lying to you man i got that thing highlighted back forth notes everywhere took me years to do that but god kind of self-taught me i'm not bragging i'm just saying i don't understand these dudes or women of the pulpit women of the cloth yeah and i guarantee you the last the last one i mentioned there where it said the cross church of arkansas they will seek loan forgiveness <laughs> they knew going into this they could get loan forgiveness they just got to go back and say oh hat in hand um the COVID thing really wiped us out we couldn't have services our, our our all of our all of our donations were down they're not making enough money with their donations so they they go out and they get this loan that they can't pay back which is so biblical every bit of it and the government's like well we're, we're printing the money out of thin air anyway as long as you're going along with the COVID 19 agenda and you're pushing operation warp speed and you're getting your your parishioner to take the vaccine well then okay fine have the money We'll reward you satan there's benefits to serving satan the american center for law and justice a non-profit founded by televangelist pat robertson of the 700 club which would that devil we talked about last week his son and his son and also known as christian advocates serving evangelism was approved for a 1.1 to 2 million dollar loan Jay Seculo is listed as the chief counsel on the organization's website. Oh, Jay Seculo, the law guy. The City of Destiny, Inc. of Florida, where Paula White, Trump's spiritual advisor, is listed as an oversight pastor, even though there's no Bible for women being pastors at all, was approved for a loan of 150 to 350,000. Yeah, you see, they're down on their luck. All these, all these churches serving Satan, and pushing the COVID-19 agenda. They need a they need a satanic bailout. And that's exactly what's happening. You I'm telling you, you serve Satan, man. He'll he can make it real nice for you in this life. You know? Not so much in the next one, though. Yeah. They're gonna find it's a little bit dicey in the next life. You know, that that thing called eternity, hellfire in the lake of fire. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I wouldn't advise it. You know, I'm just saying. Then we have Joel Osteen. You knew he had to bid on the act. He got $4.4 million in these federal, they're called PPP loans. As federal lawmakers mull another COVID-19 stimulus package, some groups are calling for more oversight of religious institutions that receive taxpayer money to shoulder payroll and other costs during the pandemic. Some point to the multi-million dollar loans received by large religious institutions and churches including Joel Osteen's Lakewood Church as evidence that the federal government should require more financial disclosures from, the, from those receiving money through its first-of-the-kind program. Because there's really not a lot of parameters on it. So as long as you, you push Satan's agenda, you know, I think they're going to really let you get a pass and probably apply for that debt relief program. Lakewood was among at least 60 religious institutions in Texas that received more than $1 million in loans through the stimulus package, Trump's stimulus package, according to new data released by the Small Business Administration. All of this has links. You can check it out all for yourself. The last report was from Reuters on it. Um, at $4.4 million, the Houston Megachurch's loan was just ahead of the Archdiocese 
which I'm assuming is Catholic, of Galveston, Houston, which received $4 million. Now, when has the government ever bailed out so-called Christian ministries? When has that really ever happened to this extent that you, I, I can't ever remember it happening. But see, when you're so on board for Satan, Satan's going to recognize that. He's going to see you're doing his bidding and he's going to reward you. It just shows you how on board with the Luciferian agenda, these devil 501c3 devil churches are. I'll tell you. The Catholic Charities of the Archdiocese also received $4.5 This is direct government funding of religion, said Rob Boston of Americans United for Separation of Church and State. And once the government funding enters the equation, all bets are off. It becomes a matter of public interest to determine if taxpayer money was spent in accordance with whatever law we're talking about. The issue is the Paycheck Protection Program. That's where they got this money from. Okay, there's a link to it if you want to know more about it here. A part of the CARES Act that federal lawmakers passed in response to the scamdemic earlier this year. So see, now you know why they're going along with all the vaccines and the whole COVID-19 agenda. Because they're all on the take. They've all got their hand out. They've all been bribed. And they're all on Satan's team. The program was unprecedented and controversial because it marked the first time the federal government extended a direct lifeline to untaxed religious institutions and houses of worship. Under the legislation, churches and nonprofits with fewer than 500 employees were made eligible for loans that are forgivable so long as they are used on basic costs such as payrolls or utilities. Well, I guarantee you anything that they give back to the government, they're going to show that's what we used them on. Therefore, they get to keep all that money. Not to mention all the ties that they got, you know, before that and are still coming in from the scandemic. Yeah. Yeah. Totally, totally straight for the pit of hell. Every bit of this. All right. That's all I have time for in part one. We will go to part two next. God bless you and see you in part two.